Thank you so much for tuning in to She's All Over the Place with Kiriaki. That's me. Welcome back. I have an agent on for you today, an agent in Hollywood who's also a filmmaker and a friend of mine. Lupe Valdez is a Texas native with a film degree from the prestigious RTF department at the University of Texas in Austin. He's produced and directed dozens of projects across many mediums. He has eight years experience as a talent agent at two of the biggest agencies in Texas, working both Los Angeles theatrical and Texas commercial and theatrical, and has great relationships with casting directors in LA, Texas, and the Southeast market. As a volunteer, Lupe ran the Austin branch of NALIP for six years and has participated in 15 years at South by Southwest, including two years as a film panelist and four years running at South by Southwest Filmmaker Lounge. In Los Angeles, he has produced several projects and worked with the Marlene Agency for six years now. Lupe, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to to finally have this conversation. You you're an old friend in the force of nature, so I'm excited to, you know, talk about all these topics that we're both excited about. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, you do you do so much. I mean, the love of the arts is who you are while you're here. You're an agent and you're but you're also a filmmaker and, you know, I know we've had conversations about, you know, the frustrations in your own mind and with people. It's like that old mentality of picking one thing and sticking to it, but you know, you're both you are an agent and not only an agent in LA, but being from Texas, you have experience in those areas. So, you know, you've accumulated your skills as an entrepreneur and, you know, it's all about building relationships. So, so many people are so pigeonholed with picking one thing, but really in the respect of what we're doing, you need to really nurture those relationships in a multitude of ways. And then you crossed over for filmmaking as well. So let's talk about that process and how it is for you. Where would you like to start? Sure. Um, I guess I started with the filmmaking first when I was around maybe about 14 or so. I just started to shoot some movies with some friends and and I didn't know that was a potential career. But as I went to college and I had to choose a major, I chose uh, radio TV film at the University of Texas. That just showed me like the power of storytelling. You know, it's like you mentioned, all these things kind of become like they uh, interlock, you know, so like the storytelling and the relationships and building is they all kind of fit in to um, what we do as artists. And we have to kind of learn both sides of it. We have to learn as artists how to, you know, learn the business side of things and also how to communicate clearly. And because it's so easy as an artist just to be in your head and just say, oh, this is what I want to say. But you have to then, you know, think like, does anyone want to hear this story? How do I best tell this story? And then what medium do I post this story in? Because now, you know, we have TikTok, we have Vimeo, we have YouTube, we have podcasts. So you have to really kind of think uh, deeper. It's like, how can I share what I want to share and express what I want to express? And I think we're both super excited about Web3 and the new technologies because we talk about like the some of the old frustrations of artists of like not owning our work or not getting the opportunities we deserve. And, you know, so we're both kind of like looking at how do we change that? How do we like create this uh, ecosystem where it's more decentralized and artists actually can shine? And it's not like, oh, I'm going to create something and it's going to be sold to someone else. The corporation is not going to make all the money. And then we're all going to be like struggling to always look for our next job. So, yeah, I think it's really exciting time. And I think like the Web3 and films 
three movement that we've been part of is super exciting. And yeah, that's going to empower us to like create the new future that we want to like be a part of. You love all that. Love all that. And then you mentioned, you know, the the split. And for me, it's like with Web 2, Web 3, it's like, do I just only focus on Web 3 and put it on Web 3 now to go to the future? Or do we still put it on Web 2 as well? You know what I mean? So it's like there's that that back and forth as well when it comes to like the social media. Like, do I just put it on the TikTok and the Instagram? And, but there's no, you know, you don't own those platforms and you're just like a part of those platforms. They could go away. Or do I actually put that content out on like a rad NFT TV and I have my own channel or like Amira XYZ and I own the sovereignty of my own articles, you know, do I just put them in web three and utilize those tools only or still integrate and put them on web two as well. So um, that's where I've had some interesting issues about like, you know, where to focus on. I did a musical album in November. I gifted it to the community and I was going to put it on Web 2, Web 3, like I did my album the year before 11-11 on my birthday. But then I was like, F it, you know, I'm all, I'm just going to go all the way and just put it on Web 3 and that's it. I didn't release a single um, in Web 2 at all. It's only on the blockchain. I'm interested to see with, you know, content, if, uh, you know, people will put it just only on Web 3 and how people are utilizing tools in addition to raising funds. So how's your experience? I mean, we kind of just jumped to Web3 real quick, but it's kind of like where the the focus is. What are some of the exciting things for you for Web3 and how have you incorporated those tools thus far um, and started building in those spaces? Or is it you just building the relationships at this point and still educating? I'm building the relationships, building the relationships and kind of learning some of the technology. I have like a handful of domains through Unstoppable Domains. So I think they're all like .NFTs or .NFTs. DAOs. And I know, uh, I think there's only like Opera and Brave maybe that support some of those websites currently. I think the future is coming pretty soon, but some of the things aren't quite ready. So if I put out a movie, I'd probably have to go web two, you know, maybe throw it on YouTube and film festivals. But uh, I'm excited for the day when I can just throw it on the website, which is your wallet address, which is your identity. And, you know, your audience can find you and you can kind of have that direct relationship with the audience. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's you know, you know, it depends on what it is. But, yeah, I feel like a couple of things are coming down the pike, but they're not quite ready. Yeah. You know, because I'm still waiting for Chrome and Safari to, like, jump on Web3. Yeah. But, yeah, it all is changing. I think smart contracts is like what we're most excited about because you kind of like utilize that right now, you know, yeah. with automating and also making sure artists are paid. And that's like a huge part of the equation that's been a problem forever. You know, Hollywood has been the way it is now for like a hundred years and it's very inefficient with how we like, how we pay people and how we utilize talent, you know? So there's so much talent in LA that just doesn't even get seen for projects. And I, yeah. I want to like figure out what that next evolution of a talent agency is where the artists are paid fairly. And yeah. It's not for agencies like, you know, that are creating like all the TV shows and then like locking everyone down where only their artists can be seen for, for pilots, you know? Yeah. I'd love to like have like the more decentralized future where everyone actually has a real opportunity. I mean, this is a documentary, but I just got a call this week for a documentary they want me to be in and it's going to be on Hulu. They want to offer me no residuals. I'm like, wait a minute, you're making money. The production company's making money. Hulu's going to make money. Like everyone's making money and you want me to come and do this for free like that's the old model where they took advantage of artists but now we want to change that script yeah. where we're like from the smart contract on we're like hey if you're making some money we need to get a percentage that 
you can't keep exploiting the artists and you know yeah no they're 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 offering me this role they think it's an offer they think they're doing me some justice because I'm gonna get on screen like no I'm not doing that no way I have I find no there's no value these people are preying on talent and exploiting talent like this is unjust it's not happening no way no way so let's talk about you know let's pivot into you being in LA and and being an, an agent what happens like how is the process now how is it different let's I guess just say from you know pre-pandemic into now and how things are operating from you know the agent standpoint yeah it keeps changing every several years and I started I became an agent back in 2003 in Austin uh headshots were black and white we had them up on a wall and if people wanted something overnight we would call FedEx and then run to the drawers and like pull headshots so like I've been you know part of the agent business for quite a long time and every several years things change and like you know obviously technology has been the blessing and the curse the past couple years in terms of how actors are submitted and what materials casting can receive and how fast uh the downside is they now get way too many submissions you know like a co-star that's maybe two to four lines uh two to three thousand people are submitted so it's like a lottery just to even get an audition now wow and i talked to them i'm like okay what's going on how many people are you taping because before it was maybe 20 people went into a room physically now it's maybe 20 to 30 to 40 people are taping for an audition which is good that you don't have to drive anywhere and waste all these resources but your odds of booking are now one in 30 or one in 40 versus you know one in 20 where you can go in the room and you know build that relationship with casting and get a little bit of feedback now let me get this straight because this is how it is in my experience there is absolutely no going into the room going to warner brothers signing in parking at warner brothers fox walking across the lot to go into a little village room a little bungalow to sit there to like sweat sometimes and then like audition there's and for five minutes and then leave they're like thank you and leave like everything is like self put yourself on the camera everything's self and it's funny they say self-tape because it's not even a freaking tape. I know. But um, it's so weird that we say self-tape. But literally, like, uh, you audition and what I do is, like, I'll have my coach on a Skype who's reading with me and directing me through Skype who's in another state who's not even the same state as me and, and reading with me. And then that needs to be edited or you edit it and you tweak the lighting a little. You have to have good lighting and a backdrop. And, like, you have to do the whole production of putting yourself on a self-tape unless you go in somewhere and pay 30 or $50 for someone to self-tape you and then they deal with the lighting and exactly. and give you the file and then they send it to your agent and then you upload it. So like, let's talk about that process a little bit. How is that for you? And how is that for the talent you represent? Oh gosh, like it's a nightmare sometimes because we have some older talent that, you know, when they grew up, there was no computers or there was no iPhones and they're having to like now self-tape and they're like 60 or 70 or 80. They have a lot of tech issues, which then gets thrown at me last second of like, oh, how do we figure this out? How do we get this tape to casting? And I have like 10, 20 minutes of stress of like, how do I get in the right file size? How do I upload it to the right website? And it's the wrong this or that. So I have to fix a lot of errors or things, challenges for people that are a little bit older. And also some young people just don't know how to self-tape. And it's not a skill you learn as an actor necessarily right away. You're working on the craft and all of a sudden you have to be a technician. You have to know lighting and editing. And it's like, that's not, some people don't have the brain for that. They're like, great actors, amazing actors, but like they're 
tech side of it is like, how do I do this? And then, you know, when we try to give them advice and kind of get them up to speed. And if something's really huge, like, oh, maybe go pay for self-tape and get coaching, you know, if it's like really a big role. But yeah, it's definitely a challenge because, you know, and the other challenge is you don't get any feedback. You know, everyone does their tape, they send it in and they're like, oh, what happened? They're like, oh, you know, they cast it by now. It's shooting next week or it's shooting a couple of days. Yeah. And then it's like, is there feedback? Yeah, I can ask them, but they're like, no, we don't know. We just, we had 30 tapes. It's all blurred out. Yeah, we don't get that validation. Just You have to just know you're not going to get applauded. Like you, like you only get called if you do a really bad job or if you like wore perfume or if you like did something to another actor in the waiting room or if you did something wrong or if like you booked the role. Otherwise, there's no validation that's going to happen. A couple of things, like one, as like an artist, you were very sensitive. So how can I be just into the character let go and just be totally in that if I'm having my director bring on or my technical brain on to make sure that it's recording to make sure my sounds good to make to get out you don't want to be in that perfectionist syndrome of you know making sure everything's great when you want to just be in the moment to listen to act it's two different sets of the brain um one the other thing is yeah if you need a recommendation I have a woman who's it's a very low cost where you could just go in and in the valley I'll give you her name and you can have it on your reference sheet just to send talent there if they want to spend, you know, they're prepared. They just go in, do their role and and be done with it. And then the other thing is Actors Connection. They have like courses you can take. So there's places. And it's funny because it's like on screen, it's on Zoom. And it's like, learn how to self-tape through electronic course. So I mean, there's that too, where, you know, there's a service to like train people of how to do it. And that's just like another thing, you know, it's it's a lot, it's exhausting. And I remember Actors Fast Track, I think I went to one of their uh, showcases like a few, couple of years back. So I'm familiar with their services. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're right. You have to teach people that aren't tech savvy how to be tech savvy so they can empower themselves. And actually my latest short film is actually called Self-Tape Trauma. And it's my experience helping my friends tape and just that feeling of of like powerlessness that you can feel when you're taping. It's like, is anyone watching this? Is, is this going anywhere? Like, what am I doing with my life? And this character literally has like 70 self-tapes without a booking and just has this huge meltdown. And her tapes just get worse and worse and worse at take after take. And she finally just says surrender, just whispers to herself surrender and then does the take of her lifetime. You know, so it's kind of, I think the process we have to take as artists because we are going to get more and more frustrated as like, where's my auditions? And then you get and like, well, where's the feedback? Or why didn't I book? And it just feels like you're, you're like, like, you know, more and more powerless, but you have to like get back to that point where you're just like, you let it flow through you, it's like surrender and just take control of your own voice and just say, I'm going to do an amazing job and then just let it go and just keep, keep going, keep creating your own stuff and keep auditioning for the big stuff through networks, you know? Yeah, I love all that. And then sometimes literally like I'll do all these self tapes, all this work and then absolutely hear nothing. And it's like it's electronics. Things fall through the cracks. People are busy. Like like sometimes you wonder like what you just said, like did my audition even get seen? Like sometimes I've, you know, followed up like, hey, did you send it in? Like if it's not me sending it in, like or if it's sometimes uploads goes right to the casting director. But sometimes I'll like I've checked in with you before and I'm like, yo, did they get it? Like, you know what I mean? Like because sometimes. Exactly. Is this thing on? (laughs) Like, yes. Sometimes you have to send it through a retransfer, but then they, you get an email saying this file was never downloaded. It's like, I did all this work. Yo, did the, they, they didn't even download the file, but what if they downloaded it from a different email address? You know what I mean? Because it doesn't, I don't think it tells you if it downloads from a different email address. I don't know, but like things could fall through the cracks. You could do auditions and maybe they're never seen. Like, like I mean, that's... Yeah, and sometimes they book someone right away. Like they say the deadline is three or four days and people turn in tapes the first or second day. 
and they find someone and then people turn in at like the last minute and they're like you know they've already cast someone they found someone they fell in love with because sometimes they do forward it to producers as they get tapes they love and sometimes they do book someone first or second day and we don't know and then we reach out and they're like oh yeah we booked someone yeah so i think with the blockchain technology there'll be healthy communication where that information maybe could be transparent on the blockchain to like stop all that energy and work that doesn't need to be done if they find someone right exactly that's exactly what you said is really important to me because i i you know there's some maybe indie movies that come in that are even union and they'll be like okay record 10 pages and I tell my actors like no don't do that like record one scene if they want all three that's a callback stage so there's just so many so much like not respect for the actor's time and energy that goes into auditions like they're just like oh yeah tape three scenes for us and it's the first round I'm like no that's a callback yeah tape one scene and you'll know within a few seconds if the person is right or not and then if you like them ask them to tape for the two additional scenes but 90% of people won't be right for it then don't waste their time don't make them memorize three scenes you know and spend a whole day doing it yeah speaking of like sometimes like a lot of times like you'll get the materials and there's so much overload that you have to read and there's certain casting directors are so specific if the labeling's wrong like we won't even watch your audition and it's like oh I know yeah it's a bit brutal I mean so hopefully like that's the good thing about like having a team and an agency so they can cross check that but it's like and then you know my agency Bankston Talent in New Mexico I'm very you know like atypical when it comes to that but sometimes um you know there's like these newsletters that comes out they said so many talent they label it incorrectly it's going to come to us so we can cross check that so it goes to the casting director they're pissed off or they're frustrated because they have their workload to do as as long as you could just like please give us the file that's labeled correctly because maybe they have a lot of projects that they're looking we have to really think about it as like a team sport and like everyone has like their own things that they're doing that's why it's so important to have the team a lot of casting directors don't like dealing directly with the actors they like to deal with the cast directors let the actor do the actor part and focus on the actor part right yeah but then within the parameters of like you said like one scene not three scenes that's a callback so you're protecting the actor so because maybe the actor wouldn't know so i think you know with the technology of the blockchain like i released the first actor headshot on the blockchain and people were asking me like oh how do you see that like and i was looking at the utility of the first actor headshot on the blockchain because of what you said i when i was a kid i was like reading all the books, you know, about old Hollywood at Barnes and Nobles when I was a kid. And then there was the black and white photos. And then there was the colored, everything went to the colored photos. And then there wasn't photos anymore. It was everything digital. So everything was digital. And then some casting directors were old school where they wanted you to bring a headshot. And then so you would always take it just in case because you didn't know. And now now there's not even auditions in persons. Everything is digital. My future is okay. Well, instead of you scrambling through a desk and FedExing the headshot over, if everything's on the blockchain and you need someone who's Latina or, you know, someone from Zimbabwe or something like you can input that thing, how you would do on actors access of all those things you need to fill out. And it's right there every single time on the blockchain. It would save so much time for agents and casting directors to be submitting for a role. If you just compute a couple things into the blockchain and it was just already right there, you could miss through the cracks of 
finding some amazing six-year-old boy or 13-year-old girl somewhere in the world, you know, instead of bypassing and missing it through social media, you know? So more organization. Exactly. Or the, or the, yeah, or the same people booking everything, you know? Like once they get the big credits, everyone keeps wanting to cast those people and not giving a shot to some more talented people that are just not seen for whatever reason. Like they don't live in LA or they're not with a big enough agency that knows the casting director where it's about the relationship and not about the talent but the actor and the access is not there so there's just so many factors and I really want to see how technology will fix this very broken Hollywood system that's just so inefficient you know like a TV show spends four or five million a week on a, on a show but the last thing they always tend to do is the the casting you know so actors have to scramble last minute to learn all these sides or there's just a lot of like same day auditions for guest stars now and it's like you know uh, how do we fix that where actors have plenty of time to prepare not everyone's home all day long you know people have to have jobs to like you know sustain themselves so they can't do a same day audition you know so it's not fair for them to get thrown that's like oh yeah this is due at six o'clock and it's like one o'clock you know yeah that and also what you said about like people know them they'll just hire rehire hire rehire because it's lazy because it's easy because it works it's like and it's just easy so other people aren't getting a chance they're not giving an idea to give someone new a chance because they're just thinking about like getting the solution getting it done and filling in the slot so it's really really important how is it for you being an agent in Hollywood with other agents and uh, producers directors when you go out because I know you go to a lot of networking events what's the best way now in 2023 for you to network with industry professionals and and then also talent. I mean, I go to like a handful of events and I'll try some new ones every now and then to see if there's some good people there, uh, like Hollywood Black Book that Ermont has. Had some good casting directors lately. But yeah, I, I do talk to other agents and managers and I ask them like, hey, how's it going? You've been here 30 years. Like, what's it like? And everyone tells me, it's like, man, it's still a grind. This is getting harder, you know? So it, it feels like the technologies, by making things easier to submit, it's making it harder harder for us to like the odds of us booking are like less so you know there's some actors that i've repped for like 15 18 years and you know like back then they could get more auditions and now they're getting less and it's like not that i'm working less hard for them or they're less talented it's just like there's just more options so someone who five years ago got a ton of auditions now it's like a lot less it's like not you or us it's like just the amount of data casting directors have to deal with um i talked to someone from udk in a mixer a few months ago and i asked them like hey you know i sent pitch emails like what's going on and they're like, yeah, I get like 400 an hour after I submit a breakdown. UDK, Altrich, Dawson, Kritzer, Casting Office. Oh, right, Dawson, Kritzer, yeah. Yeah, they get like 400 pitch emails from agencies and managers per hour after they release a breakdown. And I was like, oh, no wonder I can't like get a, a reply. It's like, they're overwhelmed as well. Like, how do we fix that inefficiency of like us pitching our talent without bombarding them where they're not even paying attention? Because it's too much. That's too many emails. They can't read 400 emails an hour. They're trying to do their job of casting the right actor and looking at the submissions as they come in. So there's just so many like opportunities for us to fix this system. And, you know, I'm excited about checking out the new technologies as they come in and see how we can change the casting process where it's more fair for actors and gives them plenty of time and everyone has a good opportunity and casting is not overwhelmed and producers get the cast that they want you know you know and the one of the things i really admire and like about you you're so like open and you're innovative like you are like heavy deep we're talking about like blockchain web3 right now um because like i was just in la for like five months i was talking to this agent at gersh who represents like all these blue chips younger talent artists he's so unaware he has no idea about web3 and there's like there's this one guy at caa he's spearheading speaking about it in the web3 
community. But a lot of agents and managers have no idea what's going on. Like they're so in the matrix of the old way of Hollywood of, you know, the gatekeeping and, and the ladder of the doors. And they're just so wrapped up into what they're going. They have no idea about what's going on. They're not involved. So how is that for you with other agents and managers that you come across? Are you finding them not aware, disconnected? Or are you finding them curious, wondering, laughing, saying, I have no idea what's going on? Or because you're actively involved in Web3, like since day one. Yeah, I have a lot of friends that are agents and managers. And I, I mentioned the event that I'm going to, but they're kind of like, they don't know what it is yet. It doesn't make sense for them. So they're not opposed to it. They just like don't understand like how they can implement anything. So they're just waiting for something to like really take off, like a new casting service that is maybe like an actor can tape off their computer and it's not having to go pay someone to self-tape and there's a reader already that's AI or something and you're not having to spend that money, but it'll go straight to casting and casting's not overwhelmed because, you know, yeah, so they're just waiting for something like to be the next big thing to, to make sense for them. But yeah, yeah, they're not curious yet and I am because I'm like, okay, we're all frustrated with the process. I don't want to just sit here. I want to like keep looking at what's new and how do we innovate? How do we change what's going on? We're artists so we can retire starting artists basically. How can they like, I love that the whole NFT model of like there's that, you know, someone creates it, it gets sold and resold and the original person keeps getting, you know, a commission, which they should. And so I think that should be part of, you know, what happens in terms of film acting because, you know, if you book like a Netflix project, the residuals are almost nothing, you know, like the streamers are not giving any residuals and how are actors going to make a living? Yeah. So we have to look at those models of like, how do we like, how do we make sure everyone get paid? down the line for their work. And yeah. I know I've, I've listened to some of your other podcasts and there's so many spaces to innovate like theater. Like I've gone to a couple of plays recently for a couple of friends and I was like, how do we like make sure that these this art continues? Like how do they get residuals on something that only happens in person once, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so there's a lot of opportunities to build intentionally a model that then is like, you know, uh, decentralized and also more fair where all the money's not going to one person, but we can kind of make sure all the artists get you know, some money to continue their art. Yeah. Because back in the 70s, before all these musicians had all this pressure to, to tour and not make albums, like we had so much amazing music in the 70s. And now like some of the artists I love, they're like, oh, if I make an album, I'm losing money. Mm. I have to go on tour to make money. So we, our system is broken and we have to look for new ways to empower artists to create the art they want with the new tools and also to make a living. Yeah. You know, so that's the two things we have to really solve. Uh, a couple of things. One, you mentioned uh, residual income and models. So uh, in the ecosystem of fashion, there are models who go down a runway and it's captured. And then the model gets a residual every time they play that fashion show, you know, doing a catwalk, like normally in the days of growing up, it's like a catwalk, you get paid $800 for like a fashion show or whatever, a high end one, and that's it. But now they're having models walk a runway. It's like their avatar it's who they are, but they get paid a residual for it every time, which is cool. That's kind of pivoting. But um, Um, It's just like one thing that I've seen thus far. And I know like you're very busy. You have to get back to submitting and all that stuff. And, you know, I appreciate you spending time with me honing in and wrapping it in. And also, I just want to say, you know, by being a filmmaker, you know, and and in the business of just acting in the things of the broken system, it really fuels your heart and soul, you know, to be able to do the film side of it, too, instead of just pigeonholing and doing one thing or else I think you wouldn't be able to survive doing what you're doing all these years without the film aspect of it. Is that on par? It 
is. And the magic word that I keep hearing in terms of technology and Web3 and Film3 and everything else is like the utilities community. And I, I need that reminder daily. It's like, okay, yeah, this is, you know, uh, we're trying to build this new ecosystem. We're frustrated with the old one, but it's all about community. How do we build this beautiful community where we let artists tell the stories that we want to hear as a society? Yeah. You know, so it's really all about community. How do we build community yeah. in this new electronic age where we're so disconnected from each other? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, love that. And then for the actor who maybe doesn't have an agent, <laughs> tips books, classes, like wherever they are in the world, just like tips of some things they should do. And then some tips of like, please don't do that. Please don't do yeah. that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think that the main thing they have to do is switch that light switch of like, I'm powerless to like, I'm powerful and I'm empowered and I'm going to look to see what tools I can take advantage of to start to create what I want to create. Like you can be a part of a showcase, but you can also create your own showcase. You can also create your own short works to actually highlight what you can create and then throw it on YouTube and someone will, will see you and you're like, oh, that was amazing. And then people all of a sudden want you. YouTube shorts is really popping. It's really popping. And, you know, again, you're chasing all these people to like sign you and then put you in the movie. But if you create something really beautiful and they find you, then all of a sudden they're just knocking on your door, inviting you to like be a part of their projects. There's also a lot of like tools for like producing. I know we're, we're short on time, but like, um, no, 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 no. I, I, I will take every moment, but I just want to share like something you just said in regards to the YouTube short, since you said reframing the mind, since we have the attention span of a goldfish, like seven to nine seconds, like you don't need to invest and do a full length feature film or like this huge film. Like you can literally use the technology of your iPhone mm-hmm. and do something like a minute these literally like YouTube shorts like one minute content three minute contents and pop out the content that way for people to see you because artists we have this huge magical rainbow on the other side that all these things have to be done but if we just dismantle all the things that we think that are in our mind to hold us back but we actually just pivot and shift yeah. in the way of your saying to change that mind frame to just do it and put it out be messy and just put it out and just keep you can always take it down but put it out there and test the waters and see who hits and let them see you because that's where everyone is at looking at new content nonstop. exactly right and when you mentioned the whole iphone you know you have an iphone 12 iphone 14 like it shoots better quality video than the first movies i made out of film school you know i, I had some movies that i spent like five ten grand on that they're not watchable compared to what an iPhone in your pocket can shoot. And what's also beautiful is there's so many resources now. If you want to learn how to edit, get on YouTube and find tutorials. If you want to learn how to produce, one of my uh, new friends that I'm um, working with, Julie Bersarni, she has uh, from script to screen teach new producers how to produce a real project. I, I think Black Poppy Productions is her production company name. But so there's a ton of resources. Uh, 14 Day Film School. So if you like, oh, I don't know anything. I'm an actor. There's the resources out there to like learn how to produce, learn how to direct, and the tools are in our pocket now. So it's just a matter of that mind shift of like I'm taking control of my career and I'm going to be positive and I'm I have something to share that's beautiful with the world and you just go for it. You Love know? that. But when you get defeated, then you're just like you're sitting at home and you're waiting. I go to some mixers that are just so bad. I walk in and I'm like I feel desperation of everybody in the room and I walk right out. I'm like no. That but I love how you listen to that too into a 
intuitive hit, you know, like you feel it, you go with that hit and you leave. So it's important for the talent to hear that as well. When you like hear something, sometimes we don't listen to ourselves, but it's important to take action. So you don't waste your time and your energy, which is the number one currency. Exactly. And you don't, I'm not always looking for people that like have a huge resume that are like, you know, way ahead of me. It's more like, oh, there's some really good person there who is positive and works hard and uses the tools like, oh yeah, they'd be a good partner for a project. So it's just a matter of that attitude of just being positive and being good to work with and believing in yourself. Like that's all it takes, that mind shift, like that kind of person's like, yeah, I'll talk to you at the mixer because you you feel that energy of like, yeah, I want to make something happen and I will make something happen. You, you pay attention to that attitude for sure. Yeah, love that. All right, everyone. We just experienced an amazing episode with Lupe. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have a giveaway. It's a special giveaway for the actor that's maybe listening. So go to the link below and write in the topic Lupe, L-U-P-E. Let us know something valuable that you learned today. Share it with one to three people anywhere you want to share it. Let us know and you could win this special giveaway. And definitely shout out to Gold Tree Studios. That's G-O-L-D Tree, T-R-E-E Studios. Check out Gold Tree Studios on Instagram and also goldtreestudios.com. It's a post-production facility, state-of-the-art with the most advanced tech in Los Angeles. If you need post-production on any of your projects, music, TV, film, documentaries, YouTubers, in addition, a finance department, Tim Chinakis, let him know that she's all over the place sent you if you want to pitch for your TV show, documentary, or film to be produced and financed by Gold Tree Studios. Thank you so much for tuning in. And Lupe, you are invited on She's All Over the Place anytime. Thank you so much for coming on. I know you're really busy. All right. Thanks a lot. I enjoyed it. I'll talk to you later. Yay. Okay. Bye. Ta-chao. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Kiriaki. Over and out.